0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pixis Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's October 19th. We are presented by Express. Express is all new and all about you with a fresh assortment of casual, virtual, and super comfortable styles. Find out more about Express and their exclusive Pick Six Podcast offer later in the show. All right. I mean. Off the top, we're going to talk about Buccaneers and Packers because I, I got to tell you guys, I feel, and I, 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 I was feeling it really, really, I was feeling it, feeling the vibe, feeling the mojo. That, that feeling, feeling is the seven
1: shots you had after the Braves lost. That's not, <laughs> that's normal.
0: How many shots are in a fifth? 11. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I've had more than seven.
2: <laughs> um, so I, I, would <laughs> I don't it, actually know. No, 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 it's way
0: more than 11. Um, I have some four roses single barrel here. I'm going to sip on it throughout the show. It's not abnormal for me in this podcast. I am very distraught by the braves, but I will say this, the way that week six was going, it did feel like there was a changing of the guard, a turning of the tide, uh, a, Somehow the, the benevolent spirits were rising up to fight against Pete Prisco and his satanic ways. And it starts with the Packers getting kicked in the mouth by Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Pete was t- talking all week how the Packers were a lock and they were going to go in there and take care of the business against Tom Brady. Blah, 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 blah. They get down, um, 10 nothing. Aaron Rodgers does a triple pump, uh, uh, Herbert McDingleberry? What's the?
1: Hingle. Yeah. Hingle McCringleberry. Hingle McCringleberry on.
0: from Key and Peel. And he, and he's, it was funny. It was a great celebration. It was
3: funny for 15 seconds and then things went horribly wrong.
0: <laughs> right. Well, so his touchdown gets called back. They score, they score a, a touchdown on Aaron Jones rushing TD to go up 10 nothing. And then the Buccaneers score 38 unanswered points. This over, which by the way, I should also point out, not great for me. Uh, should have never been in doubt, but the Packers couldn't do anything in the second half. The Buccaneers were smothering. Like, they dominated the Packers to the point that, like, our buddy of the, friend of the podcast, John Ledyard, had complained about their pass rush early on in the game. He got quote tweeted by Jason Light. The,
3: uh, not quote tweeted. He got the, uh, googly eyes. He quote tweeted
0: with the eyes emoji. Right. Like, hey, look
3: and Ledyard's uh, defense. He just leaned into it. He goes, yeah, you were right at the time. And then, uh, guess what? I was right at the time. And then the, the Buccaneers, no. Late. Let me ask you. Or, or. By,
0: by, by the way, the uh, Buccaneers were plus three, or plus whatever. It didn't matter. They covered easily. The under hit. Ronald Jones is your top fantasy performer. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Uh oh, dunking on Wilson here. Oh yeah, that's
3: right. I, he should have sent me the googly eyes emoji. And
1: Gronk gets to celebrate by going to Vegas next week. What a day for Gronk.
3: So, uh, Ronald Jones first twenty-eight games, he had one one hundred-yard rushing. Performance. He's had three in a row now. He looked like LeGarrett Blunt, number 27, out there he, just front over. He open. does
0: look like LeGarrette Blunt.
3: Yeah, does just the 27, him? and he's much thicker than I think he's been in previous years. Let me ask you guys this. Um, two things. I'll, I'll make a statement, then I'll ask the question. This is the reason why, in part, the Packers lost Jamal Williams. So there's that. And number two, he said Tom Brady doesn't know what four downs is in, in midweek, and that's what got Tom Brady. That's that's why I'm saying that. Number two. Oh, right, right, right. Did it seem to you reach Andor or that aaron Rodgers when he the chips are down he just says f it i'm done i'm not even going to try because i feel like he team didn't... said that well aaron Rodgers is the leader and i don't <laughs> care what equimanius saint brown is doing but aaron rogers his body language even at the end of the first half when Dominican sue shoved him in, basically into the bleachers and he got angry at a legal sack i felt like he was done
1: yeah. And the thing is you see that and we saw it last year in two 49ers games. I felt like in both of them where he just kind of gets to a point where he mentally checks out. And as you said, Ryan, he's the leader of the team. He's the one everyone else, all his teammates, they take their signals off of Aaron Rodgers. If your star quarterback is basically given up on the game, you know, and that doesn't affect you down the road, but affects you in the game you're playing. If he gives up on the game, like,
0: why are you still playing? Why are you, you're, you don't want to go out there and. Yeah. The final, the final Buccaneers touchdown, there were, and, and it was noted by Joe Buck or Troy Aitman, one of them, there were like seven guys just standing up, milling around. Like they looked like they were at a frat party, like walking around, like holding, like, like might as well have been holding cups. They weren't even trying to stop the, something Jones from scoring. It was pathetic. After they went
1: up 10 nothing, the Packers had five yards total in the second quarter and they only had 57 yards total. Over the final three quarters. It was just one of those things where it is, you can, Aaron Rodgers is either the worst or best body language person, depending on, uh, what he's trying to convey. If he's happy, you can tell he's happy. If he is mad, you can tell he's mad. Uh, if he's totally given up, you can tell he's totally given up. And so it did feel that way. I think Ryan, that like you, you had all those guys going to halftime in the Packers locker and be like, look, this is over. Like, why are we even playing the rest of this game?
0: I, I told Prisco that, uh, Aaron Rodgers has already won the award. Most valuable powder. He was
3: pouting and there's no two ways. It it. was bad, man. It was bad. And the the lucky thing for him is that he's so good that he doesn't experience that very often. But that leads me to my second question. Is, uh, Malaflor a good coach?
0: (laughs) I just don't have any idea. I, I don't, I mean, he's, he's now, I mean, what's his record now? 13 and three last year and whatever. They're four and five and one right now. So he's, they're five and one now, right? So he's 18 and four as a head coach. And people thought Rogers. I, I, like, I don't. I think we were being too harsh to flip it on Green Bay. I will say this. What do you we're mean? Three, well, let well, me I ask just, you I,
1: this. Let me to go along with four.
0: Sorry. So, so he's seventeen and four now. Like last week after the Packers game, I was sending out tweets like, "Oh, down to the Packers. I'm so sorry. I made a mistake." Blah 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 blah. That was stupid. I should have stuck to my guns and been like, "There's going to be some regression here. They did look good, but I, I, I think that, and this is, I think this is important when you analyze football for a living." Is that you have to be willing to adjust your perception of a team based on what you actually see. Like you can't go on your preconceived notions about wh- whatever you thought coming into the season. So I wanted to. I, I was like, all right, the Packers are good. They're consistent. They have a great offense, and they're maybe their defense is good. David Bakhtiari, I believe, has it. I don't know what his injury is specifically, but Prisco was texting about a torn pec. Hmm. He's out for the year. That changes everything for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, going to see a lot more pouting then. If Bakhtiari – but, dude, Rogers was getting blitzkrieg by the Buccaneers' pass rush. Blitzkrieg. Even before Bakhtiari went out.
3: But, yes, that didn't help once he did go out. That things were complicated. What were we going to say, Breach?
0: I was going to say to
1: go along with your point and your question of is LaFleur a good coach. You know, like, he's certainly above average. You can't start 17-4. Yeah. and four, But when you look at the Packers' schedule for this season – uh, you know, they've won games they were supposed to win. You know, that's kind of what it, it but I guess they're so good that they're going to be favored in every game. And so I feel like, uh, maybe you can point to the Saints game. You, they, they beat the Vikings, they beat the Lions. Those were games they were expected to win. I mean, they beat the Falcons. Wouldn't, were... wouldn't we
0: agree that the, um, Falcons, Saints, and Vikings are all substantially worse than we thought they would be? Yes. Like, like if you look at, oh, I'm not trying to, bury the Packers. That doesn't like mm-hmm. it stupid. I mean, I didn't think the Packers were that good in the first place. But it, it seems if you look at it in the context of five weeks, five games played, like beating Atlanta, whatever, Atlanta sucks. You guys are coach fired. Uh, beating New Orleans, that was impressive. You go to New Orleans and you beat them, but like Drew Brees doesn't have Michael Thomas. He can't throw downfield. You beat the Lions. They clearly have no defense. And you beat the Vikings, who, again, have no defense. They've given up a bunch of points. And they, Ryan, your point about them quitting, they quit. They quit. It looked just like the 49ers games last year.
3: Yeah. Look, I'm not bearing them either. And I think the I think what I learned is that they're not that much better or maybe not better at all than the Buccaneers. And I think Tom Brady, uh, uh, I think the Buccaneers are way better. Yeah. But we didn't know that coming into this game. The defense finally played well. They got after uh, front four and back four. Um, Levante David and, um, Devin, Devin White. Devin White were very good, and they all came together. So that, that was that was Devin
0: White was the uh, fun fact. Devin White, the last person to see me before I flipped over the rails of a scooter in Nashville. Oh, that's hysterical. In fact, I, I bet, he, I bet him, he remembered. I, it. He said, "I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try these scooters." I was like, "Don't do it; they're dangerous." Five minutes later, whoop!
3: Brooks' brother um, goes flying.
0: So I, I think the Buccaneers are good, and let, let's 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 talk about. We're not here to bury the Packers. The Packers will have their chances to deal with by the way, Aaron Jones is going to go nuts against the Texans next week who stink against the run. And
1: right. Aaron right. Rodgers said he thinks this loss was probably good for the team. I think we need a kick in the, the ass, ass, ass a little bit to stop feeling ourselves so much. And and that's sometimes that happens too. So, you know, they lost a bad one to the Chargers last year, the the 49ers times they rebounded uh, and had big wins the following week.
0: I was, gonna, I actually went and looked at that breach. Uh, they won 24-16 against the Panthers at home after the Chargers loss. Then after they lost to the 49ers in embarrassing fashion after the bye after that Panthers loss, they beat the Giants 31-13. And then of course they're, um, they won by 10 at the Cowboys after they lost to the Eagles in the regular season. And then their only other loss was at, uh, San Fran in the playoffs. So yeah, you can expect a bounce back. The Packers are a good bet next week. They should bounce back. Rodgers will be pissed. Jones will go nuts. The, the Buccaneers, I look losing v, Vita Va like that and then still having a good run defense is key. The, the Buccaneers are good. I wish I'd picked the Buccaneers to go to the Super Bowl from the, from the NFC. They're good. Brady Rivers. That would have been awesome. Now get out of here.
3: And they just traded by the way for Steve McClendon. A uh, defensive tackle for the Jets, Correct. who I loved in Pittsburgh, and you know he's been toiling away in New York for a couple of years. So that there's they're bolstering the defensive line there.
0: And, and I feel we, like now that we're wait at six weeks we in, when do we have the news in the podcast, Wilson? That's professional work.
3: The Buccaneers
1: absolutely feel like the best team in the NFC South. I
0: think the Buccaneers feel like the best team in the NFC.
1: Seahawks? No, let's yeah, let's. let's I would say I would say that Seahawks okay. go on a buy for one week and Brents forgets to exist.
0: No, I disagree. I think that if I think that well, first of all, mm-hmm. we we all agree that the Seahawks defense stinks, right? Russell Wilson does not stink. However, he'll put up. Yeah, 55 Brady, points can, if he has Brady to. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin can go toe to toe with the Seahawks. No, they time. can't. Brady <laughs>
3: is not the same Brady. Let's. Brady looks down. fine. He looks okay. He's not. Ronald he, Jones is
0: awesome. Brady looks fine. All
3: right, I'm with Breach on this one. Let's move on because I don't want to argue. I, I love the Buccaneers. I'm glad they won the game. Gronkowski dunked on me today. He went 679 days between touchdown catches, which is mind blowing. I don't you know. know it's, he,
0: you know it's important though. You know how many days are in a week. So if you take the seven out, 69. Oh, no! oh! <laughs> all right. 49ers beat the Rams 24 to 16 on Sunday night. And this is interesting, of course, because you mentioned the Green Bay Packers, the 49ers, the 49ers last game, they got blown out at home mm-hmm. by the Miami Dolphins embarrassed. And they absolutely destroyed the Los Angeles Rams. At home on prime in prime time, Jared. Goff, that's that was a bottom. I guess I don't really have a game log of in my mind of Jared Goff bottom five games, but that felt like a bottom five Jared Goff game. He was awful.
3: He didn't have the ball was, very long. And it, Jared Goff
0: has had some stinkers, Brenton. I'm not yeah. sure
1: that was in the top ten. Okay, so uh, bottom ten, top ten, bottom ten. His yeah. his top bottom ten. He was he was terrible.
3: Golf was well, he wasn't great, but they weren't on the field very long. That defense got zero sacks against Jimmy G. Uh, I just saw the stat next gen stat. Jimmy G threw for 268 yards. So you know how many of those yards were yards after the catch? Uh,
0: oh, 263.
3: 226. So I mean, the first two plays of the game were those little flip passes to Debo Samuel. He scored on one. That was 44 yards. The, I think there were two more plays in the second half, including the last one that converted that third down that kept the drive alive and let them run out the clock. So it was a lot of that a lot of George Kittle, uh, and a lot of Mostert before he got hurt, and then they lean on Hasty, and And then, you know, we talked about that offense on the other side doing straight-up
0: doo-doo. The 49ers did a, such an incredible job because it, and they came into the game, and they were talking about it beforehand. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the world. We know that. The 49ers' interior offensive guys, offensive linemen, are not good. And they did such a great job of getting the ball to Raheem Mostert outside of the tackle box and getting him sort of in space. And then they got Debo Samuel on the move. And there was, you felt like watching this game that it was like a firework show because there was constant motion on both sides of the ball. And I thought Sean McVay actually did a very good job adjusting to later in the game when he realized golf stinks tonight, I'm going to try and use a bunch of jet sweeps and a bunch of different motions and stuff. And, but it was too late. The 49ers had already made their move, had gotten the lead. Um, The Rams offense or the Rams defense, excuse me, is a run funnel. You can run on the ramps. Like if you block a certain way and you move your guys in motion a certain way, pre-snap, and you get guys out, outside of the, outside of the tackle box, you can run on the ramps. They're easy to run on. And the 49ers did a great job with it. That was fantastic coaching. Well, yeah, and that's
1: what you want to do. If, you, if you're if you going up against Aaron Donald, you just game plan exactly. the whole game away from him so you don't have to deal with him. Uh, you don't want to get Jimmy Garoppolo, who's on a hobbled ankle and will probably break in half if Aaron Donald sacks him uh, and falls on top of him. And Kyle Shanahan said, you know what? we're not going to let that happen. Jimmy's going to get rid of the ball in like a half second with these little dump-off passes that you were just talking about. And it was really just a really, really smart game plan by Kyle Shanahan. And also... You know, this is the 49ers team we thought we would see when all the razzle-dazzle works when everyone's healthy and, you know, the 49ers aren't down to their fifth-string receiver and their third-string quarterback. Uh You know, as, as hard of a time I think we give Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers offense is better when he's in there. And I think, I mean, look, anybody yeah, can no, throw right. short stuff, little dumbasses
0: that, that was stupid. Who was, who, uh, whoever Uh, asked him that should have their press like credential revoked. Oh, uh, is Nick Mullins going to take Jimmy's job? No. Oh, don't ask that today Right. And anybody
1: can think what they want about Jimmy Garoppolo. You can say, Hey, maybe he's not a top 15 quarterback. If you think that, but he is the best quarterback on that roster and the 49ers are better when he is in there.
3: You're you're exactly right. And I owe him and Kyle Shanahan an apology because I had fallen for Sean McVay and Jared Goff. Over the first month of the season. Uh, do you know who they've beaten the Rams? They've beaten every team in the NFC East. So if they were in the NFC East right now, we'd be celebrating because they're a four and two and they're a juggernaut. Uh, but perspective is a funny thing. They play in the NFC West and they are now third best team in that division, probably. I mean, you could argue them and the Cardinals are probably, uh, in the mix for the, for the, we 14. all agree to see all the Seahawks won. Yeah. And I think right now 40, I'm taking the 49. They just won. I'm taking the 49ers over the other two teams.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the Rams are four and two, the Forty Nine ers are three and three. Um, but like, I, I think again, I think this division is not out of it to get four teams into the playoffs. It's not going to be four. It's entirely possible. The Rams should
3: petition to to play in the NFC East full time. I think that's their best bet. Right
0: it's now. probably not going to happen because the Brian. I don't
1: know get- if you know a lot about uh geography. I don't. But Los Angeles is like the opposite of the East, and I know Ooh. Dallas is in the East, but I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't right. think the players are going to play better then. Yeah, I agree.
0: It's unlikely to, yeah, by, by the way, the Cardinals were in St. Louis. Um, it's unlikely to happen, but, um, because the Bears are four and five and one and the Packers are four and one, like what, you know, one, two the, both of those teams are probably going to make the playoffs and the Buccaneers and Saints look like playoff teams. The Panthers are still hanging around, et cetera. Um, but it's not, it's not out of the question. I mean, the 49ers are Kyle Shanahan. I, I would like if I could take back one, uh, take that I've had in my NFL writing career. Oh, I
3: can't wait. Oh, yeah, what is this, this one? one? Well,
0: it would be that, like, like sort of like mocking the Shanna clan, because Kyle Shanahan is one of the, like an incredible football coach.
3: He is the one of the few examples where nepotism has worked.
0: <laughs> right, and and like it's it's like with Steve Belichick. It's it's not like nepo, like nepotism is not bad here because you're you're getting a guy who is good at it.
3: There is no one better for the job than. Kyle Shannon Kyle
0: is an awesome coach. Right. If you were if you were doing a, so, you know we always do the quarterback drafts. Where you draft like you know you want to take Lamar. Oh right, yeah, Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes, or who, like you're starting. If you're a building a franchise, yeah. You're building a franchise coach draft. Yeah. Who would be your number one pick?
3: I, I mean, you know, Cause you're
0: not like again, you're not taking Belichick because he's. Why not? Well, I mean, you can, but your window is pretty. Is this for like oh, the I next see. ten years, or oh, okay. like the next two years, like, or one like, year, or yeah, one game? No, 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 forever. Like we're we're you you usually gifted die. Gifted an NFL franchise.
3: Well, Belichick is not a human, so he will live forever. So I will take him. Okay. Um. Then probably Andy Reid, and then probably Kyle Shanahan, and I would probably take Kyle Shanahan before Mike Tomlin. So Mike Tomlin will be four.
1: What about Sean Payton?
3: I I don't know. Like, oh, Ryan. Whoa.
1: Would, you just hate Sean's. I it's just Sean weird McTermit, that Sean, Sean McBay or Sean
3: Payton. Sean Payton stop? loves Taysom Hill and that gives me some pause.
1: Yeah, Taysom I, Hill scored a game winning touchdown the
0: other night. All right. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to argue that if I'm starting a franchise, I would argue I'm, that. Go ahead. I'm right. taking Kyle Shanahan first. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. Okay. It's not, it's not a hot take. He's 40. No. He's, a, he's he's like a year older than me. And he
3: has so much confidence that whatever he told you, you would believe it.
0: But, but his, his offensive schemes are awesome. If you were, if you were a team that had the first overall pick, let's say the Jets, let's say the Jets decided, okay, look, we're going to trade five future first round picks, not, not, not including 2021 to the 49ers for Kyle Shanahan. So we have Trevor Lawrence and Kyle Shanahan. I feel like you can win with that.
3: I have a ton of cap space. I mean, yeah. No, I, said, I don't yeah. think so.
1: I think there's too many holes. Like Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, but even a great coach is gonna fail if they have nothing to work with. So it's if it's Trevor I mean, Warren is throwing David Samuel Kendrick Bourne and If Randy Trevor Warren is throwing passes to practice squad receivers during his first season in NFL, it's not gonna work.
0: Even I mean the 40, the 49ers have duct tape at wide receiver, and it's. 40 times oh, better
3: than the – the, They have Brandon They have Debo Samuel. Yeah, you know, they have – Debo Samuel is actually good.
0: Debo, Debo Samuel is a second-year player who just got off IR. While
1: Brent those guys Debo. were injured, they lost to the Eagles and the Dolphins. Yeah. So, like, it, there is only so much you can take losing personnel-wise before, you know, it's going to hurt you no matter how good
0: your scheme is. Okay. Uh, what's your level of panic on the Rams?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think they, they look like the team we saw last year. I sort of was duped by them beating the NFC East and they haven't, by the way, their schedule coming up is incredibly tough. So Ooh. things could turn sideways. They, I think they have three tough games in a bye, something like that. And then after the bye, I think they have Tampa Bay. So who are you looking at? We,
0: we might need to do a, uh, emergency podcast for, uh, just to discuss Wilson in, in Connecticut. Wilson, like you were locked in. It's all, yeah, you like,
3: I talk about listen. this nonstop for eight hours. I know. I don't, hours.
0: I've been there, like when you're, you're like, you, you're thinking of your talking points and so you're like, of course the ramp schedule, like Wilson and Wilson in New York is like, what's the ramp schedule again? Yeah. to in Connecticut's like you won't believe the schedule. According to football outside, it's seventeen toughest against the And, other
1: and the funny thing is to think about the super friends convening for this podcast. You have Wilson who's coming off a studio set because he's doing a show, Brinson who's drinking, watching a baseball playoff game, <laughs> and me who is trying not to wake up a baby that's All like right. five rooms away. So it's it's just it's completely different dynamic.
0: But but Wilson's not wrong. So the Rams uh next Monday host the Bears. Then they play at the Dolphins. That's a tough turnaround on uh, the, the following Sunday. Yeah, Dolphins ain't going to Short, no short week, bye. you have to fly across the country. Yep. They get their bye. Then they host the Seahawks. Mm. Then they have to – the next week, they have to go to Tampa Bay. Yeah, so that's too ridiculous. That's, the, we knew that the, the corona was happening when the schedule was released. Who, who did this to the Rams? Why would you have them be in, like, home against Chicago – in Miami, back home, and then back to Tampa Bay. You couldn't have just had them play Miami and Tampa Bay in back-to-back weeks. No one's using these stadiums, guys. Then, after that, they have the 49ers at home, and then they have the Cardinals on the road. Yikes. Yeah,
3: so, I mean, things
0: could be. Uh, And
1: then the Patriots on three days rest. Ah,
0: that is tough.
3: Yep. Rams
0: are a fate. If golf play, I I think they'll. Ah. Golf Golf looked Awful sentence.
3: So it wasn't all him, but they, they have a lot of work to do and he has to play, he has to play A plus golf going forward. That's the reality.
0: Daryl Henderson's awesome, by the way.
3: Yeah. B minus and, golf ain't going to cut it.
1: And golf didn't get sacked at all. That's the crazy part. Usually when he struggles, it's because the other team is just putting so much pressure on him. And this was just bad throws and, yep. and he, he just didn't seem like he had any clue what was going on. It's like he was lost, like he had a different playbook from Sean McVay. Uh, so I don't know what was going but on. I was- and,
0: and McVay also did the thing um, where that Kyle Shanahan was doing, where he's like, I don't know that Jimmy's like feeling it right now. So I'm going to run a bunch of jet sweeps and motions and get it off of his plate. Like take the burden off of him. And that's a, that's great that the coaches are that smart, but it's a sign that they don't trust the quarterback in that particular moment. Hard
3: to do when you're losing 21 to six. Do you All imagine
1: right, having that thought, even though you gave your quarterback a $110 million contract? I would be angry. Hey man. We're going to take it off your plate. Po- we, we thought we were putting it on your plate because we gave you all this money. We're going to take it off the
0: plate. You're
3: getting too much work.
0: The Steelers. I, I got to be honest. I mean, I am a moron.
3: On Friday's show, you picked uh, it. I,
0: I didn't believe it. You I don't didn't. know why I said it. I'll give you that. You didn't believe it. I was staring Steelers minus three in the face this t- before one o'clock. Minus three is a terrible line, though. You figure it, something's up. It was. right, Right. It was so bad. But my buddy Nathan likes, he he likes this phrase. Sometimes a line is just a line. And this was just a, this was free money. If you wanted, if you wanted free money, the Steelers had it for you because this game was not close.
3: It was over midway through the first quarter. And that's not an exaggeration.
0: When Minka picked, picked six Baker, it was done.
3: Another tough day for Prisco. Minka, his guy who didn't make the top 100, had a big day. I'm
0: telling you, it felt like it was all flipping on Pete up until the (laughs) Braves. And He's like tweeting. He's like texting me, like, go Dodgers. (laughs) Go to hell, man. Burn. Pete, I hope you burn in hell. And I hope when you get there, there's like a one-legged Jake Plummer who's like talking to you twenty-four-seven. Why Jake
3: Plummer? Does Jake Plummer hate him?
0: Arizona State. Oh, right. Like, it reminds him of his losses
3: I would love uh, for uh, Tim Tebow to be like his uh his like nursing home attendant
0: ooh or he's got to go to like a tim Tebow uh, like wedding Tim Tebow officiated wedding ceremony that's right for all of eternity yes that'd be great uh the Steelers won 38 to seven over the browns uh, the, the, the Steelers. this is the I'm so mad at myself I went I crushed the picks today you sure did and one of the ones I missed Was and I I took the Eagles because and the and the Washington football team. I was like, these are just weird lines. I'm just taking them. But one of the ones, one of the two, I missed. Nine and three, apparently. Actually, that's not right. Um, they hit me down for the Rams. They ain't right. Uh The uh was the the Browns. The Browns should they should have been dogs by seven. It was insane. And that wasn't enough. The Steelers smashed them. The Browns want to run, and the Steelers are good at stopping the run. Baker Mayfield sucks when he's playing good teams or teams that rush the passer. And those are a good team who rush the passer. First of all, I would also like to apologize. And he had broken, like busted ribs. Yeah. I was wrong about the Steelers. My apologies. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting you, Brinson, you
1: are being grilled. I am getting tweets about how bad, how wrong Brinson was on. Did you know your coworker picked the Steelers to finish in last place? I'm, like, yeah, bro, I know that because we're going <laughs> to rub it in Brenton's face the rest of the year. Of course I know that. Keebo, cut oh, that
0: apology man. and we should tweet that cut out. Cut it. Cut it. Yeah. Cut it. Look, yeah, I, <laughs> would you like the caveat too? So yeah. I wasn't even that wrong though. Like the Bengals are a little frisky and the Browns were four and one coming to this game and the Ravens are a good team. So it's entirely possible the Steelers could actually finish in last place if Big Ben Elb wasn't healthy, but he is healthy. And I don't think their pass even is very good, but their, their pass rush is great. Their run defense is fantastic, and they have tons of weapons. And Chase Claypool is a monster. If you get drafted, the biggest validation for any human being in their entire life is being drafted as a wide receiver by the Steelers. That means that you're good at something. Because they don't draft bad wide receivers. All they do is bang out good wide receiver draft picks. It's unreal. Chase Claypool's a but monster. It, saying even Ben is healthy,
1: sure he's healthy, but he hasn't been great. He was completely average in this game. And they still won thirty-eight to seven. That's how good the Steelers are. If if Ben Roethlisberger plays above average, you could say argue the Steelers are the best team in football.
0: Yeah, let's let's settle down. Prisker, I thought he, that's uh, right, Wilson uh, and uh, teaser, teaser here. is putting him one in the power rankings. Whoa, he's yeah. jinxing him. That's a perfect jinx. He hates
3: Russ. So he's going to stink good. on him. And by the way, d- he is playing better than average. He's actually—he's—I'm yeah. quite comfortable with where he's playing. He's not pushing the ball down the field a lot, but he throws jump balls to Chase Claypool and Chase Claypool catches catch them. By the way, Deontay Johnson's only played a handful of games this year. I think he's probably missed as many as he's played in. So when he's healthy, that's one more weapon. Arguably, their best wide receiver is coming They're back.
0: They're deep at wide receiver.
3: Juju has not been involved. To Juju's credit, he has not complained. We'll see if that changes, but um. The advanced metrics likes the Steelers defense better than my eyeballs do. To to your point about the pass defense, uh, this is a a big game for Minka. According to people who watch every like all twenty two, that Minka's actually done fine this year. He just hasn't flashed on on when you watch the broadcast. So he's been
0: less like, but I mean that's that's to be expected. Like you're going to regress, on right. Like touchdown or, turnovers or throw away from him or whatever.
3: But Bud Dupree is playing out of his mind. He's actually arguably playing better than TJ Watt. That's huge. Cam Hayward and Steph it inside are playing out of their minds. And to your point, uh, Stefanski could not run the ball. And when you can't run the ball with a with a quarterback who has 14 broken ribs, it's going to be a long day. They brought in Case Keenum, and they actually looked better. And I wonder if they had started him and things would have been closer.
0: They they announced that they benched ba- – it was weird. So it was on – Nancy right. Romo were on the call. It was a CBS game. And they right. were like, Baker Mayfield's been benched, but – and then they realized they were like, eh, like it, it wasn't bench. They were getting blown out, and you just didn't need to let Baker Mayfield get blasted.
3: You could hear him through the broadcast moan every time he got hit. The kid was no is like, playing the banged game. up.
0: No business.
1: A Why would is- you put him out there? And it's like, you, you know, if you're, playing, no, the Jets, gonna, if, like if you're playing the Jets, if you're playing the Jets, I understand putting him out there. Maybe you, you know, let him get a little bit better. He's banged up. If you're playing a Steelers defense. It's just going to injure him more. Ryan's talking about these fourteen broken ribs. You're going to have. 50 broken ribs by the time you're done with this game. He got beat up in this game, uh, and he wasn't healthy going into it. So, I, I, like, this hurts the Browns going forward because well, now his health is
0: in question for the next few weeks. To, to that end, Breach, let me ask this hypothetical. Is it possible that Kevin Stefanski at 4-1, and one, you're feeling yourself. You're the Brown, new Browns coach, first year. If you're 4-1, and one, you're feeling yourself. You're like, we haven't won since 3 in Heinz Field. This would flip. If I get this win, I have all the street cred in Jimmy Haslam's very short-term memory. But we're talking about. I'm saying, what I'm saying is that it was, a. I think that Kevin Stefanski or whoever else was involved in the decision may have made, may have erred uh, uh, whatever the opposite of the side of caution is. Right. They They, they they threw caution to the wind. They threw caution to the wind. Thank you. And they threw Baker out there thinking, all right, look, if we can win this game. We are all of a sudden five and one. We're in control of the division. But as and, Breach
3: was noting in our previous conversation, isn't that sort of like Sean McVay saying, "All right, Jared, Goff, go, go out there and do
0: things I know you can't do." Fingers crossed. And it's then a little if, bit like Shaw, Sean McDermott, like tossing out Nate Peterman.
3: Yeah, that's disrespectful to, to Baker Mayfield, but okay.
0: No, I'm saying, but like he's 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 a your, he's your former number one overall pick. He has a bunch of rib injuries. What what are you putting out there against T.J. Bud Dupree, Cameron Hayward, and, and is this right? crazy?
1: What if? What if? Stefanski's thinking, you know what? There, this is two scenarios here. Number 1, is this a
0: gone girl thing where you yes. want him he wants to number, number
1: 1, number 1, Baker Mayfield 100%. goes out there and he wins and then boom, I get all the credit because we beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. I'm going to get a parade in week 6. Uh boom and Baker Mayfield's the starter for the rest of time or Baker goes out and plays horrible like he did, now you've opened the door to possibly playing Case Keenum down the road. Yeah. Uh, because, That's look, a can of worms. I, I mean, would you be shocked more, if we see Case Keenum more. start a game in the next four weeks? It, With a completely healthy Biggers Baker Mayfield? No. Be good Just, I didn't ask.
0: Are they going to throw him out there uh, injury gonna, again next week against look, the Bengals? They're going to blast whatever crappy team they play next week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, we'll
3: see. All right, what's next? It's, it's the Bengals, right? Oh, I see. <laughs> I
0: got it. Not that locked in, are you? Tighten tight up, pal. By the Mm-mm. way, the Browns haven't won. They've lost 17 straight games against at, in Heinz Field. Baker good. again. I, I, can't, I can't stress this enough. This is one of the biggest mistakes of my picks slash gambling oh, career. Love it. I've been doing this for 30 years. Does it rank higher or lower than Garrett Bradbury, rookie of the year? Oh, oh, like is it higher is bigger mistake or lower is bigger mistake? Bigger mistake. I would, I would, this is top five. This was the free, this is the, this is a free space. You don't get free spaces in gambling much. The Steelers were free money. Baker's hurt. Odell hadn't practiced because he's got a COVID test. The Steelers have owned the, the, the Browns. They haven't won in 17, 17 straight games at Heinz field. They play them every year there. Mike Tomlin destroys the Browns. Ben hates the Browns. It was free money. And I'm, I am sorry if anyone bet on the Browns based on my recommendation. That is my fault.
3: He will pay you back, by the way. All right.
0: no, I will not. Moving send along, him a, send him a Venmo request. I'll Tweet tell you what. Me, I'll, I'll do. give you his Venmo name. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'll do. I won't send you any money. I won't send Ryan any money. Mm. But I will give you a. Don't you owe money for the Mitchell Trubisky thing?
1: Yes. I you will, should send Ryan some money. You should send him okay. double what you own. Interest. There's okay. a lot In of interest. Fact, interest is
0: a lot. Instead of sending Ryan money, I'm going to give you something better than money, Ryan. Oh, what is it? It is an opportunity to text the word football. Ooh. 737. And immediately, as soon as you text that, get a $25 off a 50% purchase at Express. That's right. You see me? If you're going to YouTube, you're watching us. You see me. I like to be casual. cool. You see Ryan texting. I like to be casual, comfortable, a little bit professional, slightly aloof. John Breach has just texted football to that. I don't know if you can do that as a member of the podcast, but try anyway. I need clothes that are casual and extremely comfortable. And Express has that versatility. That's what I'm looking for. And today... I'll tell you about their Lux Comfort Knit collection. It feels like you're wearing your favorite sweats, but everyone thinks you're at work. It's incredible. People don't have to know it because you look great. So go text 397-737 and get twenty five dollars off a fifty dollars purchase. You're gonna look sharp. You're gonna feel soft, and you're gonna like look good, feel good, play good. That's how Express rolls. Again, text football. The word football, that's all you have to do. It takes football to 397-737. And you get you're basically 50% off. $25 off your $50 purchase from Express. Incredible deal. Ravens. Done and done. Yes. Speaking of incredible deals, if you took the Eagles plus seven and a half, you somehow covered. The Eagles were getting the snot kicked out of them. Mm-hmm. And they still covered. They lost to the Ravens 30 to 28. Uh, the Eagles were plus 10 when it closed, plus seven and a half on our side. The over 46 and a half hit, Carson Wentz actually outperformed Lamar Jackson. Devo. Yo, Will. Let's get our Eagles check in.
4: Here is the Eagles check in right here. This team is going to host a home playoff game. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel great about Topper that. High. I don't feel great about the season, even if you're hosting a home playoff game because we, we know the likely outcome. But I do, after this game and after the past couple of weeks, feel good about the future because I think this game kind of reiterates, reaffirms that Carson Wentz is a franchise quarterback, and I know the stat line may not necessarily present that. He has nothing. He has absolutely nothing. You you like to talk about those social graphics that, the, that all the teams put up before the season with with the weapons. All right, just imagine the ten other starters on the Eagles offense heading into the season. They were down to one by the end of the game today outside Mm -hmm. of Carson Wentz and that was Jason Kelsey. Everybody else was lost. Zach Ertz, Miles Sanders lost during this game. He had nothing. You you still don't have enough respect on Travis Fulgham's name. He he's something. But, oh, whoa, whoa. I mean, you you called him Todd Fulgrim in the, the early. Did I call him Todd Fulgrim? <laughs> Todd Fulgrim. Oh, okay. I started so, him in DFS. We have a little ways to go. Okay, we're, we're getting Steve there. Todd
0: Fulgrim, what do you want from me?
4: I, I don't feel great about the future 6-9-1 Eagles making the playoffs this year, but I feel good about Carson Wentz, and I know it's going to come back to Carson Wentz. Um, the Eagles were in this game. I, I think they deserved to be in this game because there was a couple big drops, one in the end zone right before half that could have made it. Approachable, But th- this team fights. Carson Wentz fights, and uh, I don't want to hear anything about the quarterback. We could talk about other aspects of the team and, and poor two-point right. decisions, but I, I feel good. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Uh, Devo uh, said uh, to respect Travis Fulgham's name, and and I think – did you just say that there was a drop right before halftime? Are you talking about the Hail Mary that he almost made a miraculous catch on, Devo?
4: No, I'm talking about Miles Sanders in the end zone.
0: Oh, And this is my question, Devo. Yes. Would you like to issue your – Formal apology now or later to the JJ Arthago Whiteside. Oh, uh, he
4: is, if you want to spend a second round pick on a blocker that follows the play, a Uh wide receiver blocker that follows the play, go after JJ Arthago Whiteside because he is your guy. Spend a second round (laughs) pick on him.
0: Was that his first career touchdown?
4: I probably had one last year, but forgettable. What a, what a moment.
0: Miles Sanders fumbles at the end zone. And our single whiteside, excuse me, our white whiteside. It's just there to dive on it. Right
3: place, right time, baby. By the way, I'll say this after watching the Steelers struggle with the Eagles last week and watching what the Eagles did in the second half against the Ravens. The Eagles are the best team in the NFC East. I, I don't, I agree. I, and I, the records obviously don't he, reflect that. He did have
1: that. one last year, by the way. I disagree with that. Oh, I'll bought I, Dalton both games. The Steelers game, the Ravens game, played out the same way where they both went up. by. Stoney <laughs> oh, may have pulled a hamstring. or a...
4: Thank you, <laughs> Branson. Both teams
1: went up by like five touchdowns, and they were like, oh, my God, this team is horribly bad. It was almost like they let they them have, have a mini no comeback. Yeah, they have no one. That's why they're not the best team in the NFC East. The they're going to get healthy. The Ravens should have won this game 49-14. to
3: But here's the thing, Breach. The Eagles are going to get healthy. Dak Wait. Prescott is not walking through that door. You know, why their,
1: would you say the Eagles are going to get healthy? What history has proven that, that, that that's going to
0: they happen? They got a new There's trainer no. today.
3: A new I, health trainer.
0: I agree with Wilson, and this is not a like I. I think the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, but like I think the Eagles will probably win the division. Now the Cowboys could win it. Breach, your Dalton bias is coloring your analysis, and it's and dare I say you're wearing uh, red uh, shaded glasses here. It's an ugly uh, look on you, Breach. It is. Like, the Cowboys' defense is way worse than the Eagles' defense. And the Eagles' offense is worse than the Cowboys' offense with Dak Prescott, obviously. But I think let's see what they look like against Arizona with Andy Dalton starting the game. The Eagles lost to Washington.
4: There is not a quarterback, a team in the league that would have beaten... Washington that day with that offensive line. Patrick the Mahomes Eagles could be
1: behind tied that the line. The Bengals. Brinson says the Bengals are trash. Which is and the that's how they they get into, into the, the playoffs? That tie. So the Bengals the are, are trash.
0: The first place and they're two and three. What do we? What do you? What are you like? You like peacock around the Bengals? Haven't won a. Have the Bengals won a game? Yeah. Did I miss something.
1: They won last week. They did win a game. Did you miss all of week five?
0: Yeah. Look, man, the Braves have me shook. Okay. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. The Bengals won what one three and one. You Excuse so me. are the Eagles. They have the same record. Yeah, but the but the Bengals play in the best of it, like the second best division of football and the Eagles play in the worst. Right. If the Eagles get healthy, they can win that division.
4: Brinson, I'll uh, I'll purchase you fifty dollars worth of express if you can tell me what college Jason Kroon went to.
0: Oh
2: boy. Jason, uh, Who
4: caught a touchdown in this game today. I was oh, a tight end, right? Yeah. So I was I was at the game today. I want to see Iowa State. Oh, you were at the game, Debo? I went to the game today, what? caught the touchdown right in front of me. And I literally looked to my friend, huge Eagles fans. Who the hell is Jason Croome? Who is this guy that just caught this touchdown in this huge moment? That's the, that's the state of the Eagles right now.
0: Right, you, I, 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 I'm going to guess. In fact, I'm going to cancel Iowa State and I'm going to guess Mississippi State out of respect for Sylvester Croome.
4: Oh go. Yeah. good good call. Uh, SEC school, Tennessee,
0: Ooh, of course, okay.
4: which I looked up obviously after the fact.
0: Yeah,
3: clearly. Jason. Jason Chrome.
0: Wow, I didn't pay you as a football uh, attending person. These
3: days. What? He's a football fan. Why wouldn't he go to a football game? The favorite team. It was. It I mean,
4: was very safe. Pandemic. It was Did a you wear a, mask? a unique opportunity in, in 2020 to a, attend a I, game.
0: Well, okay. Uh, follow up question, and I'm not. How was it?
4: The 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 game football, itself, the
0: experience of being in a football game in a in, a, in a, with. Minimal fans. It was and-
4: super odd. There's there's lots of space to operate. I like that. You know, all, all the stuff that the traffic, the the bathroom lines, the bathroom not smelling horrible, the the food, all that stuff w- was to your benefit. It's just you know a little little lack of crowd noise. But yeah, tough. it was it, it felt like- safe. It was it was about six thousand I think fans, and then seventy five hundred total with with game day personnel and everybody involved. So
0: yeah, you're outdoors. I think it's I think it's safe. I think it's. That's like it's basically like being a Wake Forest football fan, right? With a chance to win a game, out, you do whatever you want. You got tons of room to sit. You don't have to worry about. Cramping yep. It's like
1: going to a Mac school. I know yeah. all about that. Yeah,
0: exactly.
4: it felt good to to boo going, uh them going into the tunnel.
0: Seventeen,
4: nothing at halftime. Felt real good to get those boos back out. Not something I've been able to do in in twenty twenty.
0: Feel it in Diva's. Diva senses the tide turning too. He knows. Yeah,
3: he's team. getting, he's getting a little confidence. He's, he's going to be dunking all over the breach before it's all said and done.
4: Uh,
0: okay, hold on. Should we, should we be betting on the Eagles to win the division now? Yeah. What is it? No. Oh, well, that's You're okay. throwing
1: your money away. You're literally throwing it away. Let's just set it on fire What's right now on the podcast. This? Just Free. get your lighter out, set it on fire.
0: Ooh, Aaron Rodgers dropped in the MVP race. I hate to see it, Pete. I mean, sorry, just talking out loud. Uh, the NFC East.
1: While you're looking right. that up, I just want to say that. Should there 26. be a little bit of concern about the Ravens' offense right now? We've seen two straight weeks they're winning games, so you know that's the key. But the offense hasn't looked very good over the past few weeks. Lamar Jackson hasn't looked good throwing the ball. Uh,
3: it, he ran for a hundred yards, but that's not exactly what you want him doing all the time. So. Is,
0: I had this discussion with Briscoe, because we have a $100 bet on Ravens versus Steelers. Uh, They both basically played the same teams, and they haven't played anybody good. I mean, the Ravens, this is their first single-digit victory this year. They haven't had a game that was within 10 points all year long that they won. Now, they lost uh, and looked awful. Preach's point. They
3: didn't look good last week. They um, were blowing the doors off. Dude, the
0: they they looked fine. They looked fine against the Washington football team. Oh. They, did, they did what was necessary to bludgeon a terrible football team.
3: Well, that's fine against the Washington football team, but when you start playing the Steelers. They played Lerner, the Bengals last week. That's what I thought. I thought they played
1: Washington Bengals. two weeks ago. Yeah. They,
0: the Bengals kicked a field goal and got booted. The they, Bengals was,
3: defense did a really good job on shutting down Lamar Jackson.
0: Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Obviously, I forgot about week five. For so. just blacked
1: out week five. That must have been. Yeah, uh,
0: right <laughs> who knows? Um, but th- didn't they be they, that game was never in question. They murdered the Bengals. No,
1: no one's saying it was yeah. in question. I am just saying that the Ravens offense hasn't looked as good this year as it did last year. Right. And that maybe they're not the best team in the AFC North. Obviously, they're in second place now. So place wise, they're not. But I'm right. saying overall, I'm not so sure that I wouldn't feel comfortable picking them to win the division right now.
0: I'll play uh I was I was gonna ask you who 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 would you bet on to win right. the AFC North right now. I right, so first of all, NFC NFC East. Cowboys are minus one thirty and the Eagles are plus one sixty at William Hill right now. Who'd you take?
3: Slam dunk.
0: You smash the Eagles. What are the Cowboys? Minus one thirty. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm not sure you don't take Washington at twelve to one. I
3: mean that's not value wise, that, that, that's
1: probably better than Eagles.
3: That's that's the Gary Bradbury of that.
1: Well, the, the, the Washington already has
0: a tiebreaker over the Eagles. Alright, so this is the current odds at Respectful. William Hill.
4: Breach, I feel and like that tie fine. affected you worse, you worse than it did me. <laughs> your, your hate against the Eagles, I think that tie is really in your head.
0: That, that's a good call, though. <laughs> Care to tie. comment, Breach? No, so he's, it's a good tie. He's
3: you know? getting download information from Jerry Jones. He can't talk right now.
0: Uh, Ravens are minus 155. Steelers plus 150. Browns oh, 10 to 1. Plus and, and there, 150
1: for the team that's currently in first place.
0: Reach, allow me to finish, please. Don't interrupt people. In the I sport. love that. <laughs> that's, that's gold. Go ahead. And oh, my uh, of course, the Bengals currently 300 to 1 to win the division in week 6. I'm <laughs> saying there's a chance.
2: Oh, he missed. He missed. Oh, and he
0: made it
1: Don't burn that out because you're going to get a lot of use of it when we actually What's talk about the Bengals. In.
0: 300 to one to win the division in week six.
3: <laughs> All right. What's next? Let's go. I got to go to bed.
0: <laughs> about coming in there.
3: Yeah, well, um, that, I got to drive home tomorrow to do a 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. show after I've gotten home for 45 minutes.
0: Oh, we have a 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's not so funny now, is it?
0: <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to be looking great. Um, Anyway, I'm not worried about the Ravens. The Ravens, I think the Ravens are trying to not come out of the gate scorching like they did last year.
3: They're concerned, they Breach is right. There's some concerns about Lamar Jackson not being I, the person I, he was last year. So their
1: just, next five games, Steelers, Colts, Patriots, Titans, Steelers.
3: And they're, they're wide receivers. They have issues of wide receiver. They don't have a, an established go-to. Mark Andrews is fantastic, but who are you throwing the ball to consistently? No one has yet to step up.
0: Wait, Steelers, Colts, Patriots, Titans, Steelers.
3: Yeah. That's what he
1: just
0: said. I mean, that's, that's the ant- that's the division and the AFC decided right there. Exactly. If they win all five, the next those, five weeks will decide the AFC hierarchy. No, well, the
3: Chiefs aren't in that mix and they're doing fine. But yeah. Well, just in
0: terms of like, I mean, yeah. The North. The Chiefs already have the tiebreaker on the Ravens. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it, the next, is it the next five weeks and they play the Steelers twice? Yep. There's a bye. They have a bye. All right. They, I'm going to throw out my theory then. The okay. Ravens are playing possum. They know the, the Steelers are coming up twice, and they're about to uncork some deep ball business. Okay, we'll see. What's next? All right, next up is something that uh, I you would talk, about. To talk I about. Find the rundown. The Broncos. Oh my god, this game was weird. Dude. The Broncos beat the Patriots eighteen to twelve. Is that a Scorgani situation? The Broncos what? plus seven, obviously covered. The under forty four hit. Cam Newton was somehow the top fantasy performer at sixteen points. Drew locked through, I mean, two of the worst interceptions you will ever see. Kirk Cousins, is like those are terrible interceptions. As you're trying to ice away the game. Oh my God. And just put the Patriots right back in them and they couldn't close. That is the first win in Foxborough for Denver since September twenty fourth. Do you think the headline for
1: do you think the headline in tomorrow's paper is going to be Broncos win war of eighteen <laughs> twelve? That's pretty good. Because the final score is
0: 18-12. No, I got it. But there are no horses. <laughs> also, the War of eighteen wasn't between horses and people. So,
1: probably not. Uh, the last time, who asked if it was a score-gami? The last time it was 18-12 in the NFL. The Eagles played. I'm sure Debo remembers it because it was week one in 2018. Ooh.
0: It was Bill Belichick's first loss as a Patriots head coach when his team did not allow a touchdown. Uh Look, I'm going to go get some ice cubes, and Breach, you can talk about Brandon McManus' six uh, six field goals. You know what?
1: People were clamoring for that on Twitter. It was the only scoring of the entire game for Denver. I'm going to add something real quick to Brinson's. uh, So this was Belichick's first loss to a team where the Patriots did not give up a touchdown. He Mm -hmm. also only had one loss where his team didn't give up a touchdown while he was the coach of the Browns. Both losses came to the Broncos. Uh, and Drew Locke also the one of only two quarterbacks to throw multiple interceptions and win in New England. The other quarterback to do it was Kurt Warner with the Rams. Uh, so I
3: was going to say Drew Locke's, I think finished with a 34.9 passer rating. That was actually worse than Aaron Rodgers 35 and change passer rating. And the difference, of course, as you point out, Drew Locke won. And let me read these these possessions to so you, Breach, and tell me if you think this team would go into Foxborough and win under any circumstances. Uh The first six possessions all ended in field goals for the Broncos. Then it was punt, punt to start of the second half, interception, interception, uh, and then the end of the game. And that team somehow <laughs> beat the Patriots.
1: It looked like Drew Locke was trying to throw the game away. I Literally. mean, it felt like it was 18-3, to with uh, under 10 minutes to play in the fourth quarter, and it just felt like there's no way the Patriots can get back in this. They score a touchdown to make 18-9. It's like, fine, it's still a two-score game. Then Drew Locks throws two picks over the next, like, four minutes. It was just absolutely bonkers. Uh, but as for Brandon McManus, who is the MVP of the game, uh, look, when your team can't drive and score touchdowns, you need a kicker who is good, and that is where McManus came through. Uh, Six field goals, franchise record six yeah, field goals. Was- you know what is fun to me, Wilson, is watching a game with a bunch of field goals. This game was like it was like watching
3: uh football porn, if you will.
1: It, if you will. It was like that. Uh, McManus <laughs> hit from 45, 44, 27, 52, 20 and 54. And that 54 was a big one. That was his final field goal of the day. Gave him an 18 to three lead. Uh, and that was big because if he doesn't make it, then the Broncos would have only been up 15 to 12 on the Patriots final possession and the Patriots would have only need to feel a little tie. So, uh, McManus was huge. We should have a separate podcast about just McManus's day, not yeah, like right now, but at another time when Wilson doesn't I'm, have to go to bed in 20 yeah, minutes. I'm looking great
0: stuff. Uh, Titans 42, Texans 36. Uh, uh quickly, by, by the way, I will, I will say this, the, the one thing about that Patriots game. That's sneaky. You know what it did? No. Chiefs win on Monday. Are the Dolphins in the mix?
3: Well, it's funny you say that because this was a huge game for the Patriots, the team they should have steamrolled. I mean, the Chiefs are going to beat the Bills more than likely, and they could have made up ground on the Bills with a win over the Broncos that they now cannot make up. And this is the first time since 2002 that this late in the season, the Patriots have been, uh, below 500. They did not go to the playoffs in 2002. So things, uh, they got some work to do.
1: And I would just like to point out that Brenton's stealing my points. Last week's podcast, I said the Dolphins were good. Uh, and I got shushed. And so now all of a sudden I'm not getting shushed and I've got people on my Dolphins are good bandwagon, uh, that I was driving by myself in the middle of nowhere, completely lost. And now Brenton's here trying to take, jump in the driver's seat.
0: Can't you imagine a situation where like you're, you're hanging out at your house and all of a sudden it's like, Creepy little van comes flying by. It's got a dolphin, like, 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 like a a snowflake, the dolphin, like like a snowflake, the dolphin on top of it, and he has a dolphin in the back of it. And then like, breach pulls up. He's like, "Hey, do you know how to get to Ithaca?" And you're like, "Listen, man, I've seen this movie. Get the hell out of here."
3: (laughs) Oh, by the way, that that reminds me. How far? How
0: deep are you in the boys? By the way,
3: I I just saw that episode and it was super (laughs) freaky.
0: God, it's disgusting.
3: That was amazing. I'll leave it that.
0: That show is like. I, I made this analogy. So they kept showing this guy, Will Smith, this brave pitcher who just gets, gets shelled by multiple times in the playoffs. They're like they're showing him in the bullpen. It's like, this is like watching a, a death scene in the boys. Like, I don't need to see it. I can't look at it. It hurts my eyes. It's, I mean, they shot, I don't want to spoil it. Don't, them.
3: don't say anything. You, just season one, episode four.
0: How good is the show?
3: I love it. Some people don't like it, but that's it. Okay.
0: I told you it was awesome.
3: You were right. You're actually pretty good about that. The only I'm, thing we did for is uncut gems.
0: Now, wait,
3: I like it. You guys don't like it.
0: I, I liked it. It was just, it was just unnecessarily. It was just anxiety. ridden Right. That was the point. So why are you betting on the, 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 the right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the tip off, I got by it. Way, the boys, uh, interesting move. Amazon or, uh, yeah. Amazon is now releasing it week by week. So don't catch up too quick. You'll get, Oh, that's uh, smart. You'll get jammed. Like, All right. You, let's not get sidetracked. What we got. Titans forty two Texans thirty six. What yes. a thrilling game! Imagine that. having all of your DFS players in this game, and then at the last minute deciding to move a bunch of people to Cam Newton, and losing all of your money instead of winning several thousands. of This dollars. is a weekly story with you, though. It really is. I'm I'm the ultimate tinkerer, and I have to stop tinker. I tinker from twelve to one. I tinker. I swear, it's it's unbelievable. So anyway, let's hear. Uh, let's hear. Should we start calling is- you Tinker Bell? Sure. Now, let's
3: hear Breach's uh, defense of actually what is a really good Tennessee Titans
0: Titans. Game. By, by the way, the Titans covered. The over obviously hit. And um, Deshaun Watson, 39 fantasy points. Derrick Henry was an absolute monster in this game. I think he finished with 200 and well, two, 212 rushing yards. 52. And, thank you, Brian, 52 uh receiving yards, two touchdowns.
3: This is the third time in Derrick Henry's career that he's rushed for at least 200 yards with two touchdowns. The only other players to do that, somebody named Jim Brown, somebody named Barry Sanders, and somebody named and Thomas. All
1: Hall of, Hall of Famers. That is the key right there. I think the Titans are the best team in the AFC.
3: I was going to say, I mean, you can make that argument. My What are your concern levels with that defense?
1: Uh, My concern levels are like six. That needs to be higher than that. Because here, well, hear me out. Uh, if you watch this game, Hopefully, because I'm a Nashville, sure. is that the Titans were about to roll and run away with this. I mean, they were up 21 to 10, and they scored on like every possession in the first half. I honestly thought the final score was going to be like 52 to 20. And then what happened was Steven Goskowski went out for a 27 yard field goal. The Texans blocked it. They went down and scored a touchdown after that. All of a sudden, it's 21 17. Then Taylor LaWan Le- got injured. All of a sudden, the, the Titans don't Torn have Torn ACL their...
0: for Taylor Lewan. by the way.
1: Torn ACL. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's out. His backup comes in. You know what happens two plays later? Ryan Tannehill gets drilled and fumbles it. And then the Texans score three plays later. So, all of a sudden, it was 21-10, to 10, looking like a blowout. You have a blocked field goal. Your left tackle's out for the season. And then it's 23-21 Houston. So, it was just two really kind of freakish, weird plays Uh but and
3: then Taylor Lewan ain't coming back though. That's a concern. I
1: mean, that's true, but trying to adjust that in game is a lot more difficult than try- getting a week of practice to adjust to
3: it.
0: So it I, I I am not concerned. LeJuan, Taylor Lewan, so I think we undersell offensive and defensive line injuries when we not not us, but like in general, like people when they're analyzing football do it. And like Taylor Lewan and David Bakhtiari are two See, th- this is my point when Barkley and, and Chris McCaffrey go out, like, right? we have an injury, like, an, inju- an injury pandemic. Everyone's injured. Everyone's going down. Yep. But no one's saying anything with Taylor LeWan and David Bakhtiari going down. Those are two massive injuries.
3: That can and drastically the Titans defense still has teams.
0: questions. Yeah. Um By the way, did you see the – have you seen the the 12 men on the field thing? No. Nah. With Mike Vrabel? No. Nah. This is – Mike Vrabel is a savant. If he did this on purpose, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen anybody do. So it's second and one Texans have the ball and they're up and he thinks they're going to score and the cameras catch him. They put 12 guys on the field. There, there are 12 Titans on the field, right? I'll, um, on, I'm going to find, I'm going to find the clip exactly, but there are 12 Titans on the clip, on the field and Vrabel a defender looks over and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa I can to get off. He's like, shh. He like, he like, like, he's like, don't worry about it. And then he makes a scene and alerts the official and the official throws the flag and gives them the Texans a first down, but it brings it within range where they can't get another first down unless they score. So they can't use two plays to burn the clock off. He trotted out 12 dudes on the field on defense on purpose in order to maximize. It saved him 40 seconds and the Titans scored. To extend it overtime with four seconds left.
3: Wow, that's um, doubling down on out Belichick and Belichick last year using he, Exactly, MIP.
0: exactly, Ryan. He did the. I, I think Mike Vrabel might be a genius.
3: Or at least he has the common sense to have someone who's super smart tell him those things. But
0: yeah, I'll give him credit. That's amazing. I mean, you watch it. If you watch the clip, it is like, I think, I think Vrabel just is locked in and knows what he's doing. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, and
1: just just to be clear for people who didn't watch it, it was second and one with 3.49 left. And so the Titans knew that the Texans are probably going to get a first down on second or third down. Even if the Titans stop them on second and one, that's just 40 more seconds. They're going to run off the clock. If you take the penalty, now the the Texans can only get one more first down because they'll be right inside the 20-yard line. So the next first down would have been inside the nine. So there's only room for one more first down, plus the penalty stops the clock. And you don't have to worry about that next third down happening if you had stopped them on second and one. So it it minimizes the amount of plays that Houston could run going forward. And so that would have been a maximum of seven of plays. It's it's in like 40. It was next level. Yes. It really is. Like Like it's, it's like, I don't know how a head coach can be thinking like he has to have someone in the booth watching these specific situations. Cause like Ryan mentioned, he out Belichick, Belichick. And it's not easy to do that because you're trying to coach the game. You don't have time to say, Oh, this is exactly what's going on. It's second and one. Uh, but I mean, it was brilliant. So
0: three minutes and five seconds left. The flag is thrown. If the Texans run the play and get stuffed, they're like leeching off 40 seconds and then they're going to run another play. That's going to be a run and they're going to leech off 40 seconds there. And so he basically saved his team for it. It's an un. if he did this on purpose. And I, I'm not trying to like take away credit from Mike Vrabel or like knock it. Like I just that is unbelievable coaching.
3: Yeah, and to your point, that I don't I don't think anyone would question Mike Vrabel being a good coach. Again, Matt Lafleur is not doing this. No one's doing this. But the question is, like, there's no doubt in my mind that Mike Vrabel knows what he's doing. I have questions about Matt Lafleur just because Vrabel's
1: the most underrated coach probably in the NFL.
3: That could be. I think it's, that might be right.
1: I want to defend Romeo Crennel real quick. He got a lot of crap on Twitter for going for two. Uh, after the, the Titans were winning, or the Texans were winning 30 to 29, they scored and they went up 36 to 29 and they scored with a minute 50 left and Cornell decided to go for two. If you go for two, you were over. It is over. So you have – if you think a two-point conversion has a 50% chance of making it, you have a 50% chance of ending the game. And to anyone on Twitter, it would just – the simple question is, with a minute 50 left in a game, would you rather be up one score or two scores? I mean, that's really what it boils down to. And anyone in their right mind is going to say they'd rather be up two scores. So if you have a 50% chance of just completely ending the game, you're going to take it. And if you – most coaches in the NFL, if they're down seven, so if you fail – they're going to kick the extra point and go to overtime if they score. And also, the Texans had not been able to stop the Titans' offense all day. So it's almost like you're assuming the Titans are going to get a touchdown on the ensuing drive, which they did. Uh, so I thought Romeo Cornell absolutely made the right decision to go for two, even though they didn't get it.
0: I, I also think that the analysis of that decision lacks the foresight that like, basically envelops all of professional football. So would you rather be on offense or defense? Offense. Always, right?
3: Unless you're the Browns playing the Steelers, but yeah, (laughs)
0: right. Like you would always, (laughs) you would always rather be on offense. You have the whole point of the analytic stuff is that you have a greater than fifty percent chance, and it's not like ninety percent. Although God knows, anyway, anyway, it's 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 like fifty three percent. I was about to go on a rant about my wife and percentages. Um, it's like fifty three percent, right, or fifty six percent for two point conversions. Sure. It's About fifty percent, but it's above fifty percent. That's the whole point.
3: But here, so, let's take it a step further. The the extra point, which is a thirty three yard field goal, is less than a hundred percent. So that means, on average, you're going to get less than one point, um, percentage wise. So if it's fifty fifty for a two pointer, it averages it to more than one point. So it, it it makes sense to go for it. But my point was, and
0: my wife just texted me. It was just terrifying. Um, apparently you my do dog do who came up here when woke my wife up. Thanks, you. Ah, POS. Um, if you have a 53% chance of get of successfully converting a fourth down conversion or fourth down attempt, do you know what that means? The dif- defenses percentages 47 it means you'd rather be on offense. So if you're Romeo Cornell and you're talking about the situation, would you rather go for two with a 53% chance to convert it or would you rather? like kick and then give the Titans a chance to go for two when you have a 47% chance to convert it. It's easy math. You want to be on offense. You want to dictate the game. You want to put the percentages in your favor. And if you go for it, you have a 53% chance to convert or whatever it is versus if you're on defense, you're at a disadvantage at stopping the conversion. That is, that is not crazy game theory. And I get the people like you got to kick. Go up eight. Make them them get the touchdown to the two-point conversion. I get it. But if you're up nine, you win. It's not that hard.
3: By the way, kicking the extra point is 100%.
1: Uh, especially now with the Titans, who had a 26-yard field goal blocked and missed a 37-yard field goal, plus all those misses Goskowski had in Week 1. He was bringing back the Week 1 memories for oh. Tennessee fans in this game, so an extra point absolutely was not. So would you rather duty.
3: have a 75% chance to make a 33-yard with Stephen Goskowski or a 52% chance to go for two? I mean, I, it's not, like, super complicated.
0: You, In that spot, you go for two. You're up nine. Bit. The game is over. You don't go to overtime, and you don't lose by six. I mean, that's that's hindsight, obviously, but there's a very clear mathematical application here, and I'm not even a math guy.
1: You are not a math guy. No, I'll I'm vouch not. for that. Confirm.
0: All right. What's oh, Fun, fun about, fact
1: like, real quick. Ugh. The Titans became the first team in NFL history with a quarterback who threw for 350 or more yards and a running back who rushed for 200 or more yards in the same game. It's never happened before.
0: Right? It wasn't great in this game. Are you
1: kidding
0: me? He was a
1: 64.
0: What did you watch? Like the one minute where
3: you saw the ball? Pick. A bad pick? Bad pick late? Yeah, that wasn't a bad no, pick. It was a middle of the field. I think four okay. touchdowns.
0: He, he was good. Sorry. You know, I retract that. Sorry. He was good. He was very good. He All was, right. he was dealing early and then he didn't. I'm too lazy yeah.
3: to argue with you. What's next?
0: All right. Look, I watched a bunch of Braves games, drinking a bunch of bourbon. You right. Oh, I know what's next. The Colts 31, the Bengals 27. Oh, God. He missed. Oh, he may have pulled a hamstring or a muscle, and there is complete elation.
3: He played the whole thing for that one. I
0: know. Um, so, Randy Bullock didn't pull a muscle, but he did miss. And actually, this sucks because I had a money line parlay with the Bears, Falcons, and Bengals. It would have paid me, uh, it would have had a comma involved. So, thanks, Randy Bullock. Go F yourself. Uh, yeah, also common. go after
1: yourself because I literally was thinking in my head how I was gonna rub it in Brenton's face that Phillip Rivers threw a late game fourth quarter interception uh with his team leading twenty eight to twenty seven that set the Bengals up for what would have been the go ahead,
0: possibly game winning field but goal. But then the the young quarterback, Joe Burrow, threw a late horrible interception that ended his team's chances of you guys won yet?
1: Yes, Brenton for the third time this podcast the Bengals have a win.
0: And it is chase chance of getting oh, that's right, he, tweeted out he got a win. It is your chance of getting a second win and still so, settled for a loss.
3: Reach, they were up 21 nothing. How did what was the halftime score? Is it 24 21?
0: Mm, no, the the Colts took the lead on the first drive in second half I think. What happened? Yeah, the Bengals were winning 24
1: 21 at the half. What happened? Well, first of all is that the Colts came in with the top scoring defense in the NFL. Bengals are winning twenty-one to nothing. They went off, so let's let's explain that part of it. Well, let me let me say real quick that so this was the first game ever. Uh, we we bought the baby uh Bengals onesie finally. This is Ooh. the first game she was allowed to wear it. I was like, you know what, fine. It's been six weeks, and you know, I text the picture of the family, and the Bengals go up twenty-one nothing. So now they're texting back. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! You texted a picture when they were up twenty-one nothing? No, before before the game.
3: Before the game. picture the onesie with Annabella in it. Everyone's excited. And then proceed. Oh, and wait, now they said she the can't be a Bengals, Bengals fan. They don't a... want
1: her to be a Bengals fan anymore. Do you know the last time the Bengals had a 21-point lead? Uh, 2018 against the Buccaneers. They beat James Winston 37-34. Yeah, we all got a rundown breach. Good job. I don't have the rundown. That was literally off memory. Oh, all right. Let Breach finish. I want to hear this
3: demoralizing story.
1: So what happened is that the Colts defense played like the Colts defense. Colts have a good defense. The Bengals couldn't move the ball at all in the second quarter. I think they had like 30 total yards and that was it. And you, they weren't going to shut out Indianapolis. I mean, I think that was pretty clear. They literally did nothing after going up 21 nothing. So, you know, they got two field goals and good breakdown. Look, Rivers, just, look, look, there was let's like, be honest here.
0: Let's let's call a spade a spade, and appreciate the fact that Philip Rivers got white hot.
3: Let me ask. So, uh, an uh, an unbiased observer, Breach, would you say that Philip Rivers played well in this game?
1: Yes, I thought Philip Rivers played his best game in the season. Okay. Ooh, there
3: you go.
0: Besides, besides, you know, besides for that gonna, late fourth quarter interception, I no, his early on, I was getting a lot of tags like Rivers is washed, Rivers is washed, and Rivers got dialed in. Um. Yeah, I saw, I, I didn't watch
3: the game closely, but his three touchdown passes were all fantastic throws. Yeah. He played, he played really well. He, he got like, I don't know what happened. He, I know he, what happened. They said, Hey, this is Jacoby Brissett. He's your backup. What do you think about that? Noodle arm.
0: Get out of here. Um, uh, Trey Burton, by the way, receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown of the wildcat formation. People, yeah. uh,
3: no Mo Alley Cox. So that was a big day for Trey Burton,
0: of course, the former college quarterback who threw the pass to Nick Foles.
3: Yeah, what was that play called? Uh, Philly, special.
0: Uh, Philly uh, what special. Philly special special. Cheesesteak. Yeah. Uh By the way, also dagger. What With a ton of Joe Burrow or Joe Mixon in DFS. Yeah.
3: He's a foot Gina injury. Giovanni
0: Bernard touchdown. By the way, Burrow rushing touchdown.
3: You talk about Justin Herbert's mugshot every time we, we do the graphic. Take a look at Joe Bernard's mugshot. It he is. Looks like, uh, he looks like
0: looks like um uh the dude from Super Troopers.
3: Oh, I never saw that, but he looks like he's you on a seen like,
0: super troopers. Uh, I don't think so. You got to watch super troopers. Yeah. I'm probably be on that point,
3: but anyway, he has a fantastic mustache. Yeah, yeah. It's what breach wears when he goes to, to burgle houses. I'm almost certain that sort of
4: mustache.
0: Uh, breach, have you seen super troopers? Uh, I have Uh diva.
4: Yes. And super troopers too.
0: I actually thought Super Trooper Street was funnier than people give credit for. Brian, All right. you, you really need to watch Super I will do AJ that. A.J. Green had
1: his best game of the season.
3: Oh, by the way, Breach, uh, I'm glad you said that because we talked last week about how he didn't try. I saw him on a deep pass early in that game where he did not even jump. He didn't care. It was a pass That's breakup and the ball hit him in the hands and then he dropped it. And it's clear to me that he does not want to be out there.
0: You know what's no funny?
1: Interest. I'll tell you the one thing you ask about how they blew this lead. I would almost put it on Zach Taylor. I thought the first quarter, I was like, Zach Taylor is the coach of the year. This is the most brilliant coaching performance I've ever seen. Then over the final three quarters, it was just like he checked out. He pulled Aaron Rodgers and just decided to mentally check out of the game. I and mean, they went three and out a few times. It was just The play calling just seemed all over the place. Uh, it, it, it was, I'm, it was I'm pretty kind pretty of depressing to watch. I could sense that the Bengals were not going to win this game after the Colts scored their first touchdown.
0: Mm. I'm pretty disappointed in AJ Green.
3: Yeah,
0: he didn't
2: care.
3: I don't, well, he said last week that he felt like he gave up on his team. I, and Breach said he played well this game, which is great. But what I saw early on was, it was not encouraging in terms of him turning things around. So I'm glad maybe he found himself or whatever.
0: All right, Ryan, uh, in Vegas, the odds on the Bengals finishing. Oh, two, sorry, two four. uh, two, 12 oh, and two. Oh, wow. it's currently get... five to one. Would you bet that? Yes or no? Yeah. Like they tie another team Two, tw- yeah, they just wanted
3: to put a honey down on that.
0: Uh, who's the best team in the, in the AFC South? Tennessee. Are you crazy? Colts are four and two.
3: I'm with breach. I, I like Tennessee a lot as one of the best teams in the AFC. Yeah.
0: The Colts have a better defense than the Titans.
3: They do. But the Titans have a better running back and a better uh pass receiver and a better quarterback.
0: Fair. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they did lose uh the left tackle. So the Colts have
0: played All right, let's let's take a break. When we come back, we will discuss the Falcons dropping a forty burger on Minnesota. Falcons forty, Vikings twenty three. They manscaped the Vikings. Oh, obviously, the Falcons plus three and a half covered the over hit. This was this over had no business hitting, but it was a quintessential like two thousand twenty NFL game where Matt Ryan extends a play on fourth down, throws like a little like jump pass to Julio Jones who takes it forty yards for a touchdown, and then Kirk Cousins goes back the other way to Justin Jefferson for a touchdown. It it really should have been like 37-2. Wait, and then
1: Matt Matt Ryan throws another long touchdown pass on fourth down. It wasn't long per se. It was all yards after catch. But it was a Hayden Hurst.
0: Hayden Hurst,
1: 35-yard touchdown catch on fourth and one, and then Kirk Cousins threw another touchdown pass. There were
0: like four entirely unnecessary touchdowns in this
3: game. (laughs) And and that to me is a microcosm of why Kirk Cousins is terrible. They were. It was twenty to nothing and a half, I think, something like that. He had zero touchdowns, three interceptions,
0: seven and a half.
1: It was twenty. It was was twenty nothing.
3: Okay. And his very, very first throw was the curbiest of interceptions. It was if Breach went out there with a blindfold and you made him throw left handed, he would not throw a a pass that poor. I would not. I don't know what. And here is what happens. I, I say it every week. If the Vikings get down, guess what? Kirk Cousins can't do. He can't come from behind. So it didn't matter that Dalvin Cook wasn't out there. Madison rushed for twenty six friggin' yards on ten carries. You know,
0: he was uh Jamie Jamie Eisenberg started the win. he was so angry. <laughs> I so look. What, what did Mike Singletary say? You can't
3: win with him. And he went on that rant about the the tight end I want Winners. Right. Kirby Cousins ain't cutting it, man. It ain't all on him. I know the defense is young, blah, blah, blah. But
0: you just lost to the Falcons. I I I, think, I think what happened with the Kirk Cousins thing is He's terrible. That's what no, happened. No, well, I think they stuck a – I think Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer got on – like they're not on the same page. Like they stuck a square peg in a round hole. Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer can't coexist. It ain't
3: working.
1: It ain't working. Can you believe that this team gave Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins, who cannot coexist, both got extensions this past offseason? I mean, that's insane. That's bananas. You can't have both P-E-A-N-A-S. those
0: guys. N A S.
1: On the same team, you have to get rid of one of them eventually or both of them. I don't know and if you And
0: they traded Diggs, who looks awesome. Well, Justin
3: Jefferson went off. That's the great Justin news. Justin Jefferson's great. He had 166 receiving yards and 39 fantasy points for me. But again, garbage time, Kurt, that doesn't do you any good if you're a Vikings fan, Mike Zimmer, uh, Ziggy Wolf. It doesn't help you because that the doors were blown off of this team. I guess the good news is, oh, we're down to the Falcons. That doesn't mean anything because the Falcons are terrible and they always blow leads in the second half. The bad news is Kirk Cousins can't come back.
0: They're a bad football team. And, and this is my whole argument for taking the Vikings or taking the, the Falcons before the game is that the Vikings cornerbacks and Mike Zimmer is probably the best cornerbacks like coach in terms of defensive coordinator or head coach, however you want to phrase it of all time. Like he coaches up cornerbacks like crazy. Did it in Cincinnati, did it in Dallas, does it in Minnesota. But these guys are young and they're not prepared. And the the Falcons didn't even have a good game plan. They were trying to go back to Todd Gurley. All they had to do was just let Matt Ryan throw deep to Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, and they were not going to be covered. It was a physical mismatch all day long. Just throw bombs to those guys and they had everything they wanted and they wouldn't do it. The Vikings are bad. Did you see take a look at the Kurt's comments and Slack there? So Kirk said, the reality of the, is if the pace I'm on in terms of interceptions, if that were to continue, I won't finish the season. I won't. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. a little bit of you've got to improve, whether it's them telling me, Hey, we got to improve or them pulling me, we got to get better. That's what the rest of the season will be about for me. I'm trying to protect the ball as best I can mm-hmm. because when you turn the ball over, it really hurts your chances to win. I know that I just need to improve as we look ahead for the rest of the season. That sounds like, you know what? The next drop should be him saying, how you like that? Uh, it that
1: sounds like, like, that sounds like a guy who wants to get bench and collect paychecks.
3: It's
1: hard to explain. I, and man. I will, in, in this game real quick, I thought that the biggest key was the Falcons defense came up with the goal line stand. Uh score was 10, nothing Atlanta was up. It happened in the second quarter and the Vikings to the ball to one yard line. If they have Dalvin that- cook, they probably just hand it off, and he walks in. But they had our boy Alexander Madison. They couldn't get in. And you know what they did? Uh, they
0: didn't give the ball to Madison. I bet the, the live over right before that goal line stand at 57 and a half. And, like, as soon as it got stopped, I was like, this is dead. And it somehow still hit. They
1: have Madison. They So what they do on third and one from the one-yard line, Kirk Cousins throw and complete. Fourth and one, our fourth and goal from the one-yard line, they don't give the ball to Madison. So, like – you have a starting running back for a reason. Like, why aren't you using him? And and on second and goal from three, he had gained two yards to get them to the one-yard line. So just mind-blowing play calling, bad football team. Uh, they might be – are they the worst team in the NFC North?
0: Yes, yeah, by far.
3: Yeah, who's second?
0: The Lions, I guess. Oh, we should talk about them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice, baby. To the Lions, who are not – Next in the rundown, but we'll do it anyway. Lions, stuff. Going Lions and Jaguars. The Lions smoked the Jaguars. The Lions should be four and one or four and one. Is it right? Uh,
3: let's settle down with that. Is Jim Caldwell coaching them? Otherwise they're not going to be four and one. Oh, that
0: is the worst. He tried to blow this game too, but the Jaguars are too terrible. Can the we Jaguars- start off?
3: Can we, can we start off with a, I want to hear Breach's take of having the fifth kicker in five weeks
0: and. 34-16, Lions beat the Jaguars. This game should have gone over in the first half. but The Jaguars have no interest in scoring points, so it didn't. Instead, the under 53 hits, the Lions cover minus three. DeAndre Swift, your top fantasy performer, 23 points. If you played him in DFS, you probably got rich. <laughs> um, what was fascinating, Breach, about this is that at some point in the first quarter, this gentleman trots out to kick a field goal. You're like, is that Bills wide receiver John Brown? Right. Oh, that's another man named John Brown who's never in it is it never in his life kicked a field High
3: goal. High school, college, he was a college soccer player. Never All, a field all
0: of
1: that is true. Everything you just said. So, if you're Jacksonville and you're one and four going in this game, what makes more sense? Not having a kicker and just going for it on fourth down and extra points or bringing in someone who has literally never kicked a field goal in a game that counts in his entire life at any level. He did, uh, just, just clarify. Would you say in his life, you mean his entire life. I mean his entire life. So not at high school, not college. He's
0: never kicked a field goal until he attempted one on Sunday at the, at the NFL level, right?
1: He he tried a few That's preseason. insane. He had a few preseason field goals with the Bengals, but he had never made one in an actual game. There's a different pressure level between a game and a preseason game. And he missed a 32 yard field goal, uh, but bless his heart, he did make one field
3: goal. He made his first one, which was it was pressure packed. But the
1: point his- here is that I go back to is this: if you're just going to bring in some guy off the street who's never kicked the ball in his life in an actual game. Just go for it. Just go for it on fourth down. You're, you have nothing to lose. You're one and four. You're probably going to be fired in two or three weeks anyway. Just go for it. Like, hey, Rich, it, how, how old's your dad?
3: 63. So let's say he had a month to prepare. Would you rather have Jim Breach at 63 years old kicking today for the Jaguars who has tons of experience or, or John Brown, who as we have pointed out, has never kicked before in an organized football game?
1: Uh, well, if Jacksonville's kicking from the lengths they were kicking from in yeah. this game, then. I, my dad, both, both kicks were inside 32 yards. And again, that means that Jacksonville got the red zone and kicked field goals. Why are you kicking field goals? Uh, it, it just, it, it just did not make you any sense. You should call
3: into Jacksonville radio on Monday and say, listen, my dad's Jim Breach. I would have rather had him out there kicking those field goals than Sean Brown, comma soccer player.
0: Yeah. I it, mean, it was, crazy. the Jaguars are
3: awful. Awful. Not as bad as the Jets, but they're not great.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. They're the Jets without the, like, like they're the, they made the mistake of not being the Jets. They should be the Jets. So, uh, on the flip side, the Lions have two
3: wins in five games.
0: I don't think the Lions are that bad.
3: Well, I was going to say, what does this mean for Bob Quinn and, and Matthew Patricia?
0: They're not getting fired right now.
3: No, but, I mean, what do they need to accomplish to keep their jobs? Eight and eight, I feel like, is what it should be, but I don't know.
0: They had lost their last... Uh, what what we said this last week? Last six games, they
2: were well, double, double digit digits.
0: digits. I mean, like they they should have been the, they should have been the Saints. Oh, enough, but that that should have. They, they had three. They had three games this year where they were leading by double digits.
3: How many wins does Matt Patricia have to have to avoid getting fired? Is what I'm asking you.
0: But if they win those three games, they're like five and one, and people were like, "Oh, I, I, I'm dancing around like, oh, you know, suck it." Just the Lions win the division. Said so think.
3: Okay, so when they, when they go six and ten, Matt Patricia can say, "Well, we won those four other games. <laughs> don't right, worry." If
0: I gave you an offer right now, you can bet the Lions ten to one to make the playoffs. Would you do it? No, I would.
3: I'm not throwing away that one dollar. Ten to
0: 1? $1? <laughs> one, one dollar. We to bet one dollar on it.
3: I'll give you a million to one. Go along with my Mr. Trubisky thing and my Trent Williams.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Thing. All right, so what do I need for Trubisky and the other bet? I don't know.
3: 10 $15. Dollars. Sure.
0: All right. You're going to give me what odds for the Detroit to make the playoffs?
3: $4 billion to one.
0: I'm not going to make you pay me $4 billion. I'm going to take the money that I owe you and put it on the line. So give me a reasonable right. offer.
3: I'll give you a, a 10 That's to
0: somewhere one. To, somewhere between 10 and $4 billion. I was looking for something like $25. Right.
3: <laughs> Let's do $25. $25 right. to
0: one. All right. I will roll my... My, my losses to you. All right. 15 PayPal it
3: to money. me. Don't Venmo it to me. PayPal.
0: Why not Venmo?
3: I'm kidding. PayPal's what old people use. By the yeah. way,
0: if you don't, if you do Venmo, you don't do private Venmo, you're a sucker. All right, let's move on.
3: Yeah, what's next?
0: That, why are we talking about Jaguars? By the way, Safari sucks. Freezes every three minutes. What's the next game, Diva? <laughs> Ryan, And 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 now everything's lost. Giants 20, Washington 19. That's not what I had, but let's hit it. Bears-Panthers, sorry. It froze. It scrolled down a bunch. Bears-Panthers.
3: Five and one Bears, and you're putting them at the end. And while we were chatting, our buddy Matt Snyder, Major League Baseball writer for (laughs) TVSource.com, was texting us because all these Bears fans are peacocking around. Joe Musso, the anchor in Stanford, comes peacocking in. After the Bears win, uh, our lawyer friend who doesn't do anything at law school would tweet about stupid stuff. He's peacocking around. So the Bears, Bears are going to the playoffs. You're talking about the Lions. The Bears are going.
0: The the Bears are probably going to the playoffs. No,
3: they're going.
0: Not guaranteed.
3: Reach, where are you on the Bears going to the playoffs conversation?
1: Briston, they're five and one. If they just go four and six the rest of the way, they're getting in. They're going four and six the rest of the way At, at like
0: minimum. Rams, Saints, Titans, Vikings, Packers, Lions. Lions. What are you talking about? I'm 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 literally reading the schedule.
3: Oh, I thought you meant the teams that are playoff eligible. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I'm
0: reading the schedule. Though. Okay. Then Texans, Vikings. Yeah, they're going to playoffs. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Texans, you, Texans. Vikings, so wait a second. You've apologized. You've apologized. Now, look, Hold I on. Wait, wait,
3: wait. Stop, stop. You've apologized to Steelers fans. Do you want to now preemptively apologize to Bears fans or not yet? Don't do it. I think you need to wait. Like,
0: days. <laughs> you, know, you know what I did, right? No. I flipped. I'm picking the Bears to win every game oh, from here on out.
3: That is so infuriating.
0: And I wrote that in my column. I got, Take I got your so medicine. Many, I had so many tweets. They were like, you're not even picking games based on data, or you're just picking them out of spite. I was like, why do you yeah. care? I'm the Bears to win every game oh, That's so for much the rest of the season. They're going to win every game 24-3 to 3 the rest of the way. Home. That
3: is the most spritzing thing ever. Now Bears fans can't even enjoy winning games because this butthole.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just leaning into it. Um, yeah. So i would have them beat the Rams. I think they could lose the next three. And then all of a sudden. Um, They're
3: going to crush the Rams. Uh, we just talked know. about that an hour ago. Yeah, they will. No. Nah.
1: Right, I agree Rams. with that. Uh, what's the line there? Well, you're on the losing side if you're taking the Rams.
3: Where is it? It's in Chicago, right?
1: It's in, no, it's in L.A. and the Rams Ooh. are favored by six and a half. Oh, get out of here! Whoa. Jared Goff is going to eaten alive by that Bears defense. It's is not. It it's going to be ugly. The the pointers didn't even have a, a, a healthy defense tonight, and Jared Goff struggled.
0: Are you, was that before, after the um? I don't know Sunday football. I don't know, but it's a lot. Six and a half is way too much. Yeah, I mean, you I have to the two. Bears. Nick Foles, baby. right? Yes. Although, but, oh, stop it. Well, no, I don't think that Matt Nagy is uh, creative enough to avoid.
3: The Rams had six points at halftime and nine points to the very end of the game where they threw that.
0: Bears defense is good. Bears okay. offense, not very good.
3: Nick
1: Foles, Allen. The Robinson. Bears defense is so good it makes up for the fact that the offense isn't great.
0: They are, They are. look. They the Bears' first a, touchdown drive? They in this are in game house was cards. Yards, yards. a house
1: of Seven yards. they house of cards. they the Rams. No, they're a house of cards, but like the bottom – foundation is made of cement and then there's some cards on top of it it's the defense is so good that the house can't completely collapse house, house of cards works man yeah well i'm telling you how it's different
3: <laughs> well this house of cards it's glued together at the bottom how about it that can't collapse that's right bears are a house of cards you said they're going to win every game so make up your mind a, a house of Juliet? like greeting cards or holiday cards are playing I'm going to
0: pick them to win every game and I hope they lose every game. And was the absolute war. Six and a half. That's insane.
3: All right. Well, what, what did you take away from your, your Panthers there?
0: Um, I, uh, Teddy Bridgewater was okay. He and Nick <laughs> Foles both made some picks. No, like Teddy threw down the field a little bit better than I thought he would. Robbie Anderson, by the way, is a legit wide receiver one.
3: Yeah. He that in one of those interceptions was his fault.
0: Yeah. But he made some pretty good plays.
3: Well, uh, let me see if I can remember this stat that I read in uh, early on. So coming into the game, he had 36 receptions, which was the best all-time in Panthers history through the first five games. Mm. He had four more. It looks like 77 yards, so I don't know where that puts him. But um, that's pretty insane. Teddy Bridgewater led the NFL in first half passing yards coming into this game. He didn't do quite as well this time around. But, I mean, so th- they're out playing, out kicking their coverage, if you will, to, to borrow a – a favorite
0: website of yours. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, th- This is a game between two teams that used to, it felt like it felt like this is a John Fox bowl. <laughs> that's disrespectful. Like let's, you want to see how we can not play offense. Let's not play offense. I mean, both teams are terrible. Well, Panthers, one of the
3: teams is five and one though. That's true. Three,
0: three. Yeah. The bears are five and one. It's undeniable. The guy who I was trolling week one is just won't stop DMing me.
3: By the way, um, to quickly, both these teams are going to crush their overs, preseason overs.
0: Yes. Right, let, th- th- this game was, both teams tried to lose this game. It was bad. The bears won. I <laughs> said they'd win. They did win.
3: You said they would. All right. You spike picked it. them. How does that yeah, count? Exactly.
0: Let's move on. What do you these got? 90 minutes. Yes. Love it. To the next game. Uh, which is, which is. Come on, you Diva can talk Diva. about the
4: Giants now. <laughs> Giants, Giants twenty, Washington Diva. football team nineteen. Diva.
3: yes, I love this. Steve was like enough.
0: I'm gonna give one sentence on this game. We're gonna move on. Okay, what's your sentence? Daniel Jones. No replies. <laughs> Washington <laughs> is bad. Daniel Jones is worse, and yet. He still overcame a decent defensive performance by the Washington football team to win this game.
3: All right, let me ask Breach this: Breach, how did you feel about Ron Rivera? Dolphins for 24, two and
0: four Jets.
1: I completely for it. This it, is yeah. what I said about Doug Marone not having a kicker. If you're a bad team, if you're one and four, one and five at this point, you just do whatever it takes to win, and you go for two at the end. You have nothing to lose. Play to win. I was well, his, completely his comment, for it.
0: Ron Rivera's comment afterwards was. If you want to know how to win, you have to learn how to win. Is that wrong? Like, did he play the dunk
3: music after that? Because that's pretty dunk worthy. That would have been great.
0: I mean, I I, thank you for going for the win. Thank you for not (laughs) playing for the tie. No one wants to see these two teams like it'd be like if you tied like they're wearing long sleeve t shirts, you pull the sleeve over their hands and tie it, and they're having a slap fight like that. Like no one wants to see that in overtime. It'd be awful.
3: Yeah. I will say this: uh, Daniel Jones coming into this game, 17 of 18 games with a turnover. The only time he didn't have a turnover was previously against the Washington Football Club. He had a turnover today, so he's 30, 18 of
0: 19 games. 32 turnovers since 2019. That's unacceptable. You think they're gonna, like, how much longer?
1: You got to figure this turnover thing out. You know, if you're Daniel Jones, you can't. Well, the be- offensive
3: line stinks. They benched Andrew Thomas, their first round pick. He did not play. He made yeah, it later.
1: What does that say about the person drafting uh Dave Gettleman? You that you've already benched Dick your Gettleman. first round pick and your starting quarterback, your other first round pick from two years ago, is turning the ball over 32 times in two years. That, I mean, that, that if that is not a get rid of your general manager offense, I don't know what is. Blown two first
3: round picks. They won today. He can, or, he can put that on his resume.
0: Oh, so, sure. right, so I was talking about this with Azer on the Twitch stream last Sunday. I thought I was talking with y'all. Azer is convinced that if the Giants finish with the top overall pick. They will draft Trevor Lawrence and trade Daniel Jones. Right. Yes, I, I said this every now, week. Now, did we talk about
1: this last week?
3: Maybe. Go. What's person
1: put a poll up on your Twitter? Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or Daniel Jones? It will be <laughs> no, 100% a hundred percent Trevor Lawrence. Don't want to be close.
3: No, no, that's not true because Dan Snyder would would be would you, the one. Would you rather
1: have Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence? Well, that's different. Don't don't put me in that spot. The same that's thing. inappropriate.
3: Joe Burrow is a million times better than Daniel Jones.
1: Everyone, Joe Burrow tied the Eagles.
0: Daniel Jones everyone, did not. <laughs> everyone would rather have Trevor Thursday. Lawrence than anyone. But I, I said it every week. Not Patrick I, Mahomes. I, I don't disagree, but I'm saying like now the, the Giants are in this weird space where you take him. It's not weird. You take Trevor Lawrence. The Giants are fine now. They got two. Haskins is easy, right?
3: Yeah. But like I said last week, the issue is if you're in a position to get Trevor Lawrence. Why are we talking this
0: game longer than one sentence? Let's move on. All right. Okay, move on. Dolphins 24, just nothing. This can be shorter than the last game. This was the if. So, like, the Mona Lisa, widely regarded as one of the most important paintings of all time. This was Adam Gates' Mona Lisa.
3: The dude scored 0 points. And the best part is he kicked a field goal to try to not get shut out and he honked the friggin field goal. My question is how did he score 28 points against the friggin Cardinals a few weeks ago? They 30 to 10. He scored they the Jets the just scored 28 points against recently. I think they scored 28 points and obviously lost.
0: Uh oh, um, the, the Broncos on Thursday. Okay,
3: there you go. How that? The Donald happen?
0: ran for 80 yards. All oh, right, and then he got hurt. So there no. that's how it happened. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, look, I, I don't know what to tell you. If you're a Jets fan, I am so sorry. Why? They're gonna get Trevor Lawrence.
3: Yeah, but they'll they
0: big... screw him up.
1: No, you fire yeah, Gase. You let him tank the team. You're, you're tanking, you're tanking, but you what? look like you're trying because you're letting Gase tank the team. So I
0: think this is, a, 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 I don't want to derail the podcast about.
3: You know, oh, well, we're good. This. We're going to, um, the midnight programming in, in 30 seconds. So get it out. No,
0: I'm just saying, like, I think this, like the whole point is, do you want Trevor Lawrence? Yes. Being, you no, know, being placed like as, as you a Trevor Lawrence fan, Ryan, do you want Trevor Lawrence being, do you want his stewards to be the, the Johnsons? Cause it sure seems like they'll, they will F up a straight line.
3: Well, they have a ton of cast space, and you just find. So? Well, yeah, I mean, Joe Douglas, is he the answer? We don't know. I would imagine that.
0: I think Joe Douglas is a good GM. I don't right. know that the, the Jets are the spot for him. Is it a better or worse situation?
3: It's what if right. it's just a
0: crap organization? I mean, they you have to go back 10
3: years now, but they won with Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez, back-to-back years, AFC Championship games. I mean, okay. a lot's changed in 10 years. I, I get that, but, I mean, they were able to, Able to do it. And that was built around defense and the running game. Mark Sanchez, you know, was never one to throw the ball down the field consistently.
1: Let me ask you guys a much more important question. Are the Miami Dolphins a playoff team?
3: Yes, yeah, so they're good. Three and three.
1: I it's think just, they are. It's just feeling it. I, Tua I saw his
0: first action.
1: I'm riding yeah. the Dolphins playoff wave. I'm taking snowflake the Dolphin all the way to the playoffs. You,
3: you heard say, it well, here Tua, first. Tua played. Is that what you said?
0: Yeah. Tua, Tua came in and, uh, was spotted on the field. Afterwards, talking like like soaking it in. Suddenly, he was literally Facetime.
1: Yeah, it's Facetime his family. Good
0: for him. Yeah. So the Dolphins are two and three. Oh, they're two and three. Oh, so, excuse me, three and three. Oh, I was right. Pats are two and three. Mm. Bills are four and one. host the Chiefs on Monday night tonight. Ah, I don't know about the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean they're going in the right direction. No, 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 no. They're going in the right direction, but you got to deal with the Raiders. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, and seven or something like that. Man, it's tough. Fitz is playing well. Can they steal the division? Yes. Ooh, Breach didn't hesitate.
3: What would the, they've been what? so
1: good this year. This is the same. They've been within three points of the fourth quarter against the Patriots, Bills, and Seahawks. They could have won all three of those games. This team is like seven plays away from being undefeated.
0: Do you know what the, uh, the- whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, just don't get distracted.
3: Come on, we're almost there. You
0: are the odds for the AFC right now? If, if the if right. the Dolphins
1: are over plus four hundred, I would drop money on it. They're seven seven and a half to one. Oh
0: my god! Go for it. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Bills are. You don't know where we, my mouth is. Just
3: told us a thing, right? Plus one forty something like that. No. That's minus
0: one thirty. Minus two thirty. The Bills? Yeah. Sweet mercy. That's or plus two fifty. I wouldn't put that on the bills. That's a lot of money. I would bet the Pats. But, I mean, they're two and three. They just lost to the Broncos at home. The Pats might stink.
3: That's true. All right.
0: Let me give of you it? the
1: Dolphins' next six right. games, and you just tell me real quick you, you think the record is.
0: It's not me.
3: I know. Sorry, Dolphins next this is Breach's winners. He's reading the Dolphins' schedule. All right. okay. the Dolphins Rams, Rams, Rams,
1: Cardinals, Dolphins Chargers, win. Broncos, Jets,
3: Bengals. Uh, those are your winners. What are your winners, Brinson?
0: Who, who's your winner, Wilson? Uh, winner.
3: I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Big mm. surprise there. They won. They're still a, a half game up, I believe, on the Ravens. The defense played better, which is something they haven't done, early, uh, as to this point. And Micah Fitzpatrick showed up
0: to shove it in Pete Prisco's face. You hate to see it. Uh, I will take as my winner, Philip Rivers. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Oh, and he may have pulled a hamstring or a muscle, and- that's right. Randy Bullock missed another field goal, and as all the haters were sending me texts saying Rivers is watched, Oh, look at this guy to percent. No, Rivers lit up this trash Bengals defense, dropped bombs on them. The Colts rolled over top of late. They were down twenty-one, nothing. They didn't care. Rivers was making it rain with beautiful touchdown passes late. And the Colts won, and you know who lost Breach? Yeah, boys, the Bengals. It's a moral Here's,
1: victory, Brenton. It was a moral victory.
0: Who's your, uh, who's your top loser? Well,
1: that. my winner was the, the, the
0: winner was the Dolphins,
1: the city of Tampa Bay because they won the Stanley Cup. They have the Rays go to the World Series and now the Buccaneers just plastered the, the, the Packers.
3: Oh, that was backdoor shade team. about the Braves. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> ha. You mentioned Tampa Bay in the World <laughs> no! Cup. There it is.
1: All right. And my loser, uh, it was going to be the Bengals, but I was like, you know what? There's a bigger loser in Ohio, and that's the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. uh, who got just bullets creaked by the Steelers in a game. They were trying to prove they're for real, and they don't look like they're for real.
3: I agree. The Browns were losers. The bigger losers to me, uh, the Minnesota Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Ooh, I, just, I just don't know where you go from here.
0: My loser. Pete Briscoe, you know why? It's over, pal. It's over. <laughs> All the things you thought were happening ain't happening. Josh Allen, ain't win MVP. He got exposed against the uh, Titans on Tuesday night football. Had to get exposed on Monday night football. Aaron Rodgers exposed on Sunday afternoon against the Buccaneers. Everything you hold dear, everything you hold dear is losing Pete It's going down the drain Everything. When I say everything, I mean everything, Prisco. It's over. Your little time is pandemic, Pete, is done. You lose, sucker.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.